You know, Deb, the thing that I say all the time is time is a flat circle and whatever was old becomes new again and this, that, and everything else. Do you say that all the time? It's one of my go-tos as of late. Mm, because I'm not sure that, I, I mean, I think I've heard it, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure that I've heard it. I think I've said it time. like five times as in this podcast, as it relates to things that have come back into the cultural fray that were once on the outside, forgotten about, and now they are relevant once again. I like think the a first, mullet. I think, like a mullet. Well, I was going to say like World War Three with Russia invading mm, places and Cold that, War and yep, stuff yep, like that. Yep, yep, yep. Rather have a mullet. I think we would all rather have mullets. By the yeah. way, mullets are back, so that's a thing I too. Know. Flat circle. So, do you know what the, what the hot new thing in the streets is for, for millennials and Gen Z? So, if it's in the streets, I probably don't know. Well, it's in the streets, and it's also in the car, and it could be in your kitchen table, depending on how fancy you are. Okay. Does it have something to do with food or drink? Mm-hmm. Sure does. Okay. Does it... Uh, is is it a drink? It comes with a drink. Oh. Is it fast food? It is. Mm. Is it... Uh, has it been popular before? Is that where we still on that thing? It's been popular before, and it still is popular to a certain segment of the population. Mm. Is it like A&W, something like that? When was A&W ever popular anywhere? A&W was popular, kid. To the poor kids in Tacoma? <laughs> no. you Listen, no. all of you A&W I mean like people out there. Huge, culturally popular, not to the unique kids who mm. could scrape together 50 cents and go get two <laughs> hot dogs and a root beer float. Yeah, well... For 50 cents, that was quite a deal. I'm saying. Gosh, I don't know. You're missing a huge thing. Coffee? No. Stay within the NW realm of fast Mm. food. Milkshakes, floats, sodas. Is it kind of in that You're going far off the the beaten path. Happy Meals? Okay, I was going to say McDonald's, but that felt obvious. Well, I said keep huge. Okay, yeah. And how about adult Happy Meals. Listen, I will tell you this. When I used to eat gluten, which yeah. is a while back, mm-hmm. and if I felt like this was... Okay, so this would, would have been the situation. I wouldn't have eaten all day. I was starving. Okay. Okay? But I'm not going to go eat McDonald's, McDonald's. I mean, that'll just be bad for you. Yep. Okay? But a McDonald's was close by, so I would go get a Happy Meal. Yeah. You would? Yes. As an adult? Not very often, but oh. as an adult, I'd get a Happy Meal. And this is what I do because I think they question you. So when they say, would you like milk or juice? I'd go, oh, you know what he really loves? Could we get a small Diet Coke? This is what Deb does. <laughs> Hello, ma'am. Would you like milk or juice? Uh, one sec. Tommy, <laughs> would you like milk or juice? Oh, a oh, Diet, Diet Coke? Coke. <laughs> oh, he'd like a Diet Coke, please. <laughs> That's exactly right. Exactly right. So but as an adult, I have ordered them. And I feel really, I feel really bad when I throw away the toy. Well, Deb, here's why you're ahead of the curve, right? So you said to yourself, actually, as an adult, I don't need all of this food. Exactly. some adults who grew up in the McDonald's generation Mm -hmm. want to rekindle that nostalgia. So in order to get the adult Happy Meal, you can really only order two things. What? It's a Big Mac with a medium fry and a soda or the 10-piece Chicken McNuggets with a medium fry and a soda. But here's where the kicker come in, okay. comes in. Because the Happy Meal was always about the toy, and, right? And does it come in a cute little thing? It comes in a bigger box okay. to be able to hold everything. All right. The toy is a collaboration. And, and tell me if you're familiar with Cactus Plant Flea Market. Nope. So Cactus Plant Flea Market was founded in 2015 by Cynthia Liu, a protege of Pharrell Williams, who had been hired by him in 2012 to work in the PR office of his streetwear brand, Billionaire Boys Club. She started her own streetwear line called Cactus Plant Flea Market. And because McDonald's, I would actually say this, we all know McDonald's is trash food. We all know it's going to slowly Mm -hmm. kill all of us. But their marketing efforts are Always pretty brilliant. Really good. So they teamed up with like the hottest streetwear niche brand that doesn't even have a website yet to create four adult style toys. Okay. I I don't have these to be able to show you offhand, but there are four unique figurines. One is Grimace. Do you know what Grimace is? I do know who Grimace is. He's the big purple guy. Yep. Right. The other is uh, the Hamburglar. 
Yeah, of course we know who that we is. We know who the Hamburglar is. He looks like the escaped felon yep. who... He's got a bandana, on a, a mask bandana thing. Yep, who's constantly stealing everything from everyone, including... Do you think he ever stole for Ronald McDonald? Oh, I like, hope Do you not. steal from that Ronald McDonald? I mean, yeah, well, I that would be wrong. I don't feel like you can steal from no. Ronald McDonald. I mean, maybe before the, the Ronald McDonald houses, but certainly after that, he couldn't do it. The other one is Birdie. You know, like the Which kind of the weird that she has the brown pigtails, oh, yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of the beakish thing. Yep. And then the fourth one is not a well-known McDonald's character. I it's, know which one it is, though. Oh, you? Well, no. I'm gonna guess. Okay. I don't know. The uh, name if you of get it. this right, Deb, you can lead the podcast for the remainder of our I time. I think it's that one that nobody knows that starts with an M. Nope. Okay. What is it? It's Cactus Buddy. Oh, what? No, no, no. What is that? Cactus Buddy. Is the oh, figurine the cactus, created yeah, 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 by cactus yeah. plant flea market? So here's what's unique about these things. They all look the exact same as they normally would. I mean, nobody knows what right. cactus flea market looks like because it's brand new. Right. The only thing that's different between them and what they look like normal is that they have four sets of eyes. Why? I don't know. But they have four sets of eyes. Okay. And they're like... They're as big as your palm. Like they're they're decent size, right? Okay. Here's how you know America is bored and has nothing happening. Yeah. And that we are all clamoring for the next big thing, whether it's, you know, whatever new digital currency, whatever, whatever new NFT. The three that you can get fairly easily are Grimace, the Hamburglar, and Birdie. The one that everybody wants is Cactus Buddy. Mm. When you're able to get Cactus Buddy you can then turn around and sell it to people on the internet. You want to know how much a cactus buddy just went for? I do. $300,000. Oh, for God's sakes. So they clearly hmm, just ran. I'm, re- I'm rethinking that I was just going to tell you how stupid I thought this all was. No, it's stupid. Yeah. Okay. No, no, it's still very stupid. Yeah. But when has stupidity ever stopped anybody from doing anything in this country? And listen, there were pet rocks at one time. For sure. So they're, they're only out. For the month of October, they're mostly all gone from every store. The, the inventory is gone everywhere. People are constantly like tweeting, DMing McDonald's, being like, when are we going to get more? When are we going to get more? And they're like, it was called a limited time offer yeah. for a reason, right? Yeah. McDonald's to me is almost bulletproof with their marketing. It's it's ingenious. Yeah. What they did is they went to a whole generation and said, remember this thing that we kind of yeah. curated with yeah. you? Great, we're bringing it back. We're putting the same junk food in it that you already eat. Yep. But now we're going to add this scarcity element yeah. to it. And you, here's what I know. People who were going after the, the Grimace toys, the Cactus Buddy right. toys in the Midwest, nobody had any clue what Cactus Plant Flea Market was. Nobody. And they just, I mean, hopefully they kept their thing and didn't throw it in the garbage. And now it's the thing. Because you forget. Remember when Beanie Babies were a thing? Yes. They were huge, especially when McDonald entered the scene and said, well, these are smaller Beanie Babies and there's a limited supply. Right. Sold through the roof. But this got me thinking about my favorite McDonald's toys when I was growing up. Now, you didn't really have the benefit of that while you were growing up, right? No, because, because McDonald's appeared when I was a teenager. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I don't think McDonald's even introduced but Ray Kroc just, until you were born. Can I just say this one thing? Sure. So I really feel like the the joy mm-hmm. of a Happy Meal. Yeah. Now, listen, if they want to put an adult toy in it, we're going to call that an adult toy, mm. not meaning an adult toy. You mean toy. like an adult toy or no, an adult I mean toy? mean like their adult toys, okay? okay? If they're going to put an adult toy in, fine. If they want to create a different box for me, fine. But I still think I should have to pick from the kid's menu. I think the whole point is that it is a snack. Like the burger is little. The fries, there's like 10. Do you know what I mean? Like it is snack. I mean, basically what they've done Deb, they is would tell you taken their regular menu and just thrown it in a box. They would say, if you want to lie about <laughs> having a little one in the back seat, you too can still get a small oh happy God. meal. These are for the big capitalist centric fatties it's who want their Big Mac. so weird. And their $300,000 cactus I mean, buddy. and now we're going to have cardboard that could have been recycled that killed a thousand trees. I'm just saying. Yeah. Here are the things that I remember from growing okay. up. The first thing I remember, and they're bringing this back too, because Deb... 
time as a flat circle. And now, wait, is this for the kids now? Well, this was up for when I was a little kid. But is it coming, if they're bringing it back, are they bringing it back for kids or adults? Well, they're bringing it back probably for kids, but then adults like you will lie and want to get them. Of course. Do you remember Boo Buckets? Oh, yes. I remember the those. The green one yep. that looks like a jack-o'-lantern, the yep. orange one that looks like a pumpkin, and then the white one that's a ghost. Yeah. I remember those. Do you remember this? Uh, the McRobots? So I do remember It was them. like, you know, that kind of like yellowish yeah. uh, uh, foam packing that they would yeah. come in. And then there was like an Egg McMuffin and then there was fries and then there was those were cool. ice cream. Yeah. Those were amazing. Those were, because, you know, here's the thing that I thought about those. We got those and then you got to bring those home mm-hmm. and play like food games. They were with substantial them. toys. Exactly. Like they were real, no, they were legitimate real toys. Like toys. It, now I think it's gone to things like punch the cardboard out. Oh, yeah. Stupid stuff. Well, because... You make these and they all have little screws and little yeah. choking hazards. And I, we right. probably all ingested some form of plastic. Or they make you actually punch the cardboard out of the carton that you've got. What are you talking about? Like the toys today. One time when are you I thinking got of one, Monopoly? No. One time there is the little box. Okay. And the actual toy was to punch something perforated out of the, the box. Toy? Yes. Wow. It was, I mean, listen. Is that when you lied about a, getting a Happy Meal? I threw it all in the garbage, so it doesn't matter. But that one I didn't feel bad about. Do you remember the little chicken nugget figurines? I do. And they all had little professions. Yes. Like one was uh, orchestra leader, then there was a cop, there was a fireman, there was a scuba diver, and it was really just a knockoff of Mr. Potato Head. Yeah, Oh my totally. gosh, I love yeah. that. Those would be the things you would set in the windowsill for a while. Right. Yeah. Th- this actually reminds me, um, I don't remember whose house it was. I want to say it was the, the the people who lived in the White House down yeah. the road. Mm-hmm. I want to say that I actively remember playing with all of these oh. at their house. They had a lot of McDonald's. And never had them myself necessarily. Oh, no. You had like the fries and those things. But I but like three of them. You I remember being able to play you with didn't take good care of all of them <laughs> down there. Okay. Truth be told. There wasn't a lot of How, McDonald's purchases. I was going to say, do not turn this into me not taking care of my stuff as a, I would have been four when half of the stuff came out and turn it more into an indictment of why that family got divorced down there. Yeah. Well, they ate too much McDonald's. They ate too much McDonald's. And here's the thing. You did get McDonald's for sure. Yeah. Because you were a chicken nugget lover. Who, who didn't love chicken and nuggets. And what was your favorite sauce, sweetie? Sweet and sour. Sweet and sour all day long. So you would be, and the fries would go in the sweet and sour like everything. Yeah. Okay. So you loved, and I brought bought my share. And when you would say to me, at times you would go, Mom, the prize is really good. Would you ask him if we could get, you know, whatever. Yeah. I would. I played along. I was a good mom, but... There was no way you were going to collect them all. I just wasn't going to go that often. I think, and I'm trying to think the last things that I would have actively cared about. I think it would have been in 1995, Halloween McDonald's themed um, figurines. So it was like Birdie, Ronald, Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. Grimace, and Hamburglar. They were all dressed in costumes, but then they came with a cassette tape. Oh, what did because was it scary noises or something? Uh, no, I think there was just like the monster mash, like oh, you know, public okay. oh, domain cute, songs, cute, stuff like that. Because yeah. after that, then they got really into like movie stuff, like Space mm, Jam and Hercules yeah, yeah, yeah. and Star Wars. But but I just wanted to, I just want to say the big thing, and anybody can steal this. Time is a flat circle. What was once old will be new and old again. And the great thing that I love about being alive in this generation is. Everybody is apparently completely out of ideas, so they just reboot, recast, redo everything, and it feels new and nostalgic to us, even though we're not getting anything new or sensational. Kevin, I like that for you. I mean, I have to say I'm surprised every day I go in the kitchen, and I knew like a few years ago there was like a really fat uh, Reese's peanut butter cup, Mm -hmm. right? Which actually looked like our original Reese's peanut butter cups. Uh-huh. Okay. But then I realized there's now like a half skinny. Yeah. Then yeah. Reese's peanut butter cup, mm-hmm. um, which for some reason your girlfriend can only eat half of, which yep. is weird to me. We hate because that. Because I think it's only one bite, yep. honestly. Sure. I mean, do you agree with that? Of course. Well, if you, anything's one bite if you try hard enough. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess everything is like, I mean, has fondue come back yet? What? I mean, <laughs> Fondue. What? Fondue. 
Do you know what fondue is? Let's start the podcast. (laughs) Welcome to the Deb and Kev podcast. One is a Harvard Business School alum. The other is her son. Discussing business, pop culture, family, and everything in between. Now, here are your hosts, Deb and Kev. Hey, hi, hello, and welcome to the Deb and Kev podcast. Over there, the woman who doesn't really care if she's ever a grandmother, it's my mom, Deb. I'm Deb and I don't care. And that makes me the guy who just found out that one of his high school classmates is now a grandmother. I'm her son, Kev, and this is our podcast. Is that true? So, before we get to the intro, my buddy texts me and says, do you know this girl? And I said, well, it sounds really familiar, but uh, I mean, the, the names are both pretty generic. Right. And he says, well, because uh, she's heard of you. And I said, okay. So I look her up on Facebook. Yeah. And he goes, tell me what you think after you look for her on Facebook. I said, okay. Um, she looks like a normal human being. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know what is supposed to stick I mean, out to me wh- about when this. When he says she knows you, do you think like it's someone your age? Yeah, I assume so. And nope. on Facebook, does she look like she's your age? So I, I find her and she looks familiar to me. Like, I okay. know who she is, yeah. right? He says, so she had a kid, yeah, maybe still in high school or just out of high school. Okay. That kid has to be now upwards of anywhere between 20 and 22. Okay. And that kid- Had a kid. Just had a kid. But here's the kicker. The girl who I was in high school with just got remarried, had a baby about a year ago. Oh, So wow. now the new grandchild's- Uncle is only a year older wow. than the grandchild. Crazy. Crazy. Well, hey, she's married and has a new baby and she's happy and has a new grandchild. Good for her. Can hardly wait to see who it is. On today's show, Deb is going to talk to us about fostering friendship on your team with remote workers and in-house staff during her business segment. And hopefully laughter will ensue as we get into some would you rather questions. And like the belief that I still have youth. We'll end this podcast by telling you what's for dinner and what we're thankful for. But first, yeah, hearing that I was classmates with now a grandmother doesn't do a whole lot for my belief that I'll stay young for forever. Well, I will say, you know, we've gone through the classmate that has five children Mm -hmm. and what and the oldest one is already in high school. Correct. I mean, that's shocking, right? Sure. I mean, terrifying. So that was like. They started out a little younger than everybody else. I I tried when I do the math. I think, what type of parent would twenty one year old Kevin have been? Oh dear, Jesus. and the answer is an absentee one. Yeah, for you sure. could you wouldn't have wanted me around well, as a twenty one year old parent. Also, too, your child now would be seventeen. Right, you'd just be fighting with somebody. I mean, that's how it would be. We would just be listening to the same music and trying to go get yeah. adult happy meals at McDonald's. Yeah, I mean, like, listen, I know there are people that are saying. I have a child that's 38 and they're really grown up and responsible and they're married and they have three kids. And I say, good for you. I don't. No, you do. It took all of 38 years to get there. It wasn't like, oh no. And my child by like 29 was all grown up and, and, you know, very responsible. I was like, no, no, no. Responsibility hit like mm, last Thursday. (laughs) When you broke your girlfriend's foot? Well, no, no, I didn't break her foot. She broke her own foot. I just Mm. happened to be the backpack that maybe caused the break. So I'm trying to think when the first time, how old you were, when you looked at me, you were half crying and half mad. And you told me I was robbing you of your childhood. I was 37 years old. No, I mean, like you were a little kid. Yeah. And I was like, what? And you go, mom, you're just robbing me of my childhood at a time when I can have fun. She said no more happy meals. Oh, for God's sakes. I heard that. Talk about things you hear a lot. Like periodically that mom, I only get to be a kid once. You're robbing me of my childhood. True. Yeah. And I held on to that belief for a long time. 38 years. All right. We are actually recording this podcast early, so there is no GBBO recap. But Deb, let's act like some insane things happen, okay? Okay. Let's talk about Sandro getting voted off. Oh, my God. God. Could you believe that he was voted off? It would be awful. It's it's crazy. No, no, no. It would be wrong. No, it's not would be. We're acting as if it happened. It's rigged. I'm going to go there. It's rigged. He was too pretty. He was was gorgeous. He was a beautiful- We're talking like he's dead. Ethnic man, and they said, get out of here. Get out of here. How about this one? What if Don gets Star Baker? What would we say? Well, we would go, 
geez, by the skin of her teeth, Don. There's a lot of teeth there. And then we would have to say, see you by next week, Don, because that's just a give me then. I can't believe that Don had poisoned half of the contestants to be able to win. That's the only way that makes sense. Well, did you see when she tripped Maxie? I did. I mean, come on, that wasn't right. And then threw the knife at her. And then threw the knife. Maxie was almost bleeding to death. Let's talk about uh, when Kevin and Shabira got in a fist fight. Oh my God, did you think Kevin would ever be angry with anyone? No, but did you ever think that Shabira could keep so many knives on her own person? She was pulling them out of orifice I I didn't even know existed. She is like some, you know, those, what are those things? What are, I don't know if they're Indian or Thai Mm. that have all the hands. Do you know what I mean? Like to the side? Oh, some type of God? Yeah, some type of God. A Hindu God? She is that with all the hands and I'm telling you they all came out. You never stood a chance, but I thought drinking his blood was excessive. Listen. I thought drizzling out of the cake yeah. was super Would have made a beautiful figgy pudding. And you know what? Prue liked it. How? Speaking of Prue, can you believe that she and Paul Hollywood made a pregnancy announcement on the episode? Is that creepy and That weird? was bizarre. No, first of all, listen, don't get a visual on that. No. It'll scare you to death. The craziest part was said she said she's going to keep it till full term. <laughs> That's what I thought was bizarre. Well, you know the English. You know, they call it sponge. They call it a biscuit. That's not what it is. It was incredible. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. So if any of that stuff happens on GBBO, know that we said it here first. It's a great episode. Be sure to watch it. I did some DIY cleaning the Mm, other day. Of what? So I went to the movies. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I do when I go to the movies is I get a huge trough of popcorn. Right. And you put the bad butter on it too. I put the butter on it that I think we all can agree cuts decades off of my life. Sure. I actually- Especially with the amount that I put on it. You know the thing on the internet where they go like, I'm a pediatrician. Here's the five things I would never do with my kids. Mm -hmm. Okay. So there was a guy that was like, I'm an internal medicine doctor. What do they know? Here's the five things I would never put in my body. Yeah. Right? And number one was the butter from the movie theater. You know, as as a non-medical scientist, yeah, yeah. I tend to disagree with okay, that. Okay, well, he could be wrong. So it's poison. I know it's poison. Yeah. It's liquid yeah. poison. It's warm, but it tastes like butter. And it's I so, love it. so good. Yeah. So I put on an atrocious amount of this you butter. You say one more pump, one more pump, like three times? No, no. They give you your own little area where you can do it yourself. Oh, no. So there was like a line of 15 people behind That's me bad. waiting. Horrible. So this will tell you how much butter was in it. Usually when they do the butter for you, it's usually all gone by like the first third of the bucket. Well, And your hands are, I will say this, they will get a little greasy, Mm -hmm. but by the end of the bucket, they're fine again. Totally. Yeah. I was in the last 10% of the bucket and everything was still very saturated, which I was- Lickable fingers like that? I wiped them off on the seat next to me 30 (laughs) different times. Okay. So I go to put a little handful in my mouth and one yeah. piece falls off and it falls down on like oh, the, the no. waistline yeah. version of the Grease. shirt. Grease. Soaked up immediately. Yeah. Like there's nothing you can do. I tried to put ice in a napkin, no. tried to push the stain no. through, nothing. It is thick, yeah. fake artificial butter all over my shirt. And I'm thinking, well, we got to burn this thing, right? Got to burn this thing to yeah. the ground. Come home and I try to look for any remedy because we don't, it, stain remover does not work on butter. It's right. an oil. We have this miracle soap bar thing. Napa Fells. Napa Fells. But that doesn't work either. Did you try it? No, because that's not what it's meant to be able to do. It's meant to get out like I think grass na- stains, not I think oil Napa stains. Fells might have worked. I've done it before on other garments. It doesn't okay. work. So what do I do? I go to the internet. Yeah. And the internet says, here's what you need to do. Get it damp again. Get yeah. it damp. Take some dish soap. Put a little dollop on your finger. Rub it around. Don't rub it, it in, but rub it around. They want it to be Dawn. That's yeah. what they want it to be. Rub, rub it around. Then take some baking soda. Oh. Take some baking soda, a little scoopful, put it on there, foams up, and just yeah. rub it all the way around it. Now, in my head, I'm thinking to myself, I have just ruined this shirt yeah. even more but so. But it was ruined already. But like, the the splotch isn't huge, Yeah. but it would be big enough to where I would always remember it, but nobody yeah. else would even care. Right. But the size of... The water and the Dawn mm. and the baking soda. And did, it, did it bubble a little bit? Oh, for sure. Okay. And then it says, wait 24 hours. Oh, 24 hours. Which is a really it's long time. a really time. long time. Keep the shirt out uh, hanging over a chair. Yep. Have a bunch of dark clothes that I need to wash because this is like a greenish blue shirt. Yep. Throw it in fully aware that this yep. is in no way going to work and hoping that it doesn't cause some type of, you know, 
side damage to all the right. other clothes that are being washed with it. Can't obviously tell after you wash it if it's clean or not because the entire shirt is dark. Right. Throw it in the dryer, pull it out. Wow. Perfect. Thanks for that tip, Kev. Oil of any kind because you've got to, you've got to remember this isn't actual butter. It's oil. Yep. Any oil of any kind, assuming it's not like motor oil. Yep. Do that. So, Kev, I don't know if you know, for about 20 years where, you know, where we keep the laundry soap mm -hmm. and, you know, where the dryer sheets are, mm -hmm. there's a book. And it's all about stain removal. What are books? It's a book. We've had it for 25 years. And it's like the woman on the front is like very, very, what was kind of a scary housewife mm -hmm. with a crown. And it says something like queen of stain removal. Oh, the chubby redhead girl. Yeah. Yep. 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 Here's the thing. You know what I do remember exists? <laughs> she might have said that. The in The internet. Okay. I'm just. You know what I don't remember exists? The chubby redhead lady in the far back corner next to the washer and dryer. I'm just telling you. But I like to believe that. Obviously, with some help from my girlfriend, we saved a shirt and Wait, maybe even made it better. How in that process did you need help? Uh, I think I found uh, a DIY recipe that didn't call for the soap. Mm. It just called for the baking soda. Oh, and I don't think that would do it alone. No, I don't think so either. I think it might have worked if it was still like wet with the oil, not wet from the water. Yeah. And then she said, no, do this one with the soap. Yeah. And the baking soda. And then I was going to try to wash it off after an hour. She said, no, wait the 24 hours. That is the mandate per whatever mommy blogger website we found. So in this case, your girlfriend was a better adult than you were. Uh, what, uh, what? Define better? Yeah, define better adult. In this case, I would. She mean, was still walking around with a broken foot and a boot. <laughs> I, in this case, what I mean is that I don't think your remedy would have worked. And you would have washed it Well, it wasn't it right my out. remedy. Well, whatever it was. Who, whatever, was. whatever Mormon she, mommy she, bloggers <laughs> website I was on. She knew it sounded bad. Well, to be fair, she did grow up in a house of like 5,000 people. So, Well, I'm going to tell you, if you could have found something from the Amish, but they can't use the internet, I know they have good tips. Amish people would be like, what's artificial butter? Yeah. Well, for sure. Because we what's churn our own. What's yeah. a movie? What's a movie? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Fair enough. Anything else that you want to add about my, la my lack of <laughs> maturity adulting. or adulting <laughs> as I'm a 38-year-old who shares a class <laughs> with a grandma? Yeah, that is wild. Could you imagine if there was a kid in here that walked up and called me grandpa? Grandpa. And called well, you great gam gam? <laughs> First of all. Gam gam. Play gam gam. If they call me gam gam, we're going to have a problem. I can't wait I mean, to have a child be like, this is gam gam, gam this gam, gam gam. All I can think of when you do that is the Flintstones bam bam. And that hmm. makes me really like bam, unhappy. bam bam, that's gam gam. <laughs> Let it go. <laughs> chances of oh, Deb even having go, her mental bearings by the time I have a kid to for, for her oh, to even care about being called Gam Gam slim to none and slim walked out the door a long time ago so I have to tell you something super funny sure you know you posted from it would have been last Monday mm -hmm. right and we tape on Sunday yeah I had had no sleep because I'd gotten up at yeah. 3.30 in the morning to leave Lake Tahoe to take somebody to the oh, airport. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't want to pull the curtain back, but Deb had to watch GBO like three different times because she kept falling asleep during it. Oh, my God. It, there, The way you spliced it and it's on Instagram, my eyes are closed. <laughs> I'm answering the first question with my eyes closed. Deb was oh, so... And here's what's great. I could great. not stay awake no matter where. He was sitting up, standing up. It didn't matter. And Deb was, was a child. I'm look, like, it's been on for five minutes. It is 11 o'clock in the morning. Like the, all the, 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 the blinds are open. Mm -hmm. The door is open. Yep. And I'm in the, I'm in the chair closest to the television. Deb's out on the back on the couch with the dog. And, and it's like, so today's contestants are going to have to. I was exhausted. Deb. Honestly. Like, no, no, I'm watching. I'm watching. And then I look back five minutes later, head just, uh, 
snapping back and forth. I said, go to sleep. Oh. Like, no, 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 I can watch it. Oh. The entire show plays. I saw the first segment. That's it. The and then it was entire gone. show plays. I come into the office to do some work. <laughs> Deb has now had to get herself up off of the couch yep. and is unpacking from the weekend, watching the exact same episode yep, that we just that's watched. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. Oh, it was awful. Gam Gam's tired. Leave her alone. <laughs> Leave Let her, her watch her shows. Let her have her nap. Let her see her stories. <laughs> yeah. She's really tired. Speaking of really tired, yeah, everybody who works in an office is really tired, and somehow yeah. everybody who works remote is really tired too. But those two factions do have to find some overlap to be able to work cohesively with one another, even if they're not always in the same space. So Deborah, as we think about that, talk to us about fostering friendship on your team with remote workers and in-house staff. So first of all, I want to say friendship. I kind of want to define friendship. Okay. This could mean you go out for drinks together. It could mean you share intimate details of your life. Oh. But that's not what we're talking about. We're really talking about like work friends, you know, people that you get, you know, get along with really well. Do you mean people that, you know, you go to lunch with people that you can like solve work problems with and maybe share a little personal stuff? The type of people where you say, yeah, we worked together 15 years ago. And we're still friends and we haven't worked together in the last 13 exactly, years. Exactly. So some of this stuff I was really happy because I read this article and I thought this was so great. And then I thought it was really great because recently I've worked with a couple different people who have been working remotely. Mm -hmm. And I know the whole world, most of the world thinks working remotely is like the best thing in the world, showing up in your pajamas, throw a load of laundry in, I'm blah, 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 yep. all of that. You and I are perfectly happy to work remote. Yep. We just think staggering down the stairs and getting in front of a Zoom with a cup of coffee is the best thing in the world. Assuming Deb's had a good night's sleep, she loves it. I love it. Okay. If she hasn't had a good night's <laughs> sleep. I'm going to look a little dozy. Yep. I'm not going to lie. So, But there are other people, and lately I've just encountered a bunch, that are really like, no, I hate working remote. I want to go into an office. I want to show up I want to be with people, and it's really sad and lonely to me. Yeah. Do you know I mean when I have to do that? So I think when you, when you, this works no matter what. But I think it works really good, especially if you have a combo of people in an office, people remote. Mm -hmm. You know I mean so that they can really learn to get to know each other. So one thing that I did with um, our team when we first got together is I made like a little buddy system. You were actually excluded because we had an odd number yeah. of people. Let's reverse nepotism. That's what this was. That's kind of how it works. Hey, Kev, go play with your boogers in the corner, bud. Exactly. Those are your new best everybody friends. Everybody else has a buddy, yeah. you know? This is my best friend, Booger Bert. And when I paired them up... Oh, no, I ate Bert. And when I paired them up, I mean, the criteria that I used was... Would they? Did I think they would like each other outside of work? Mm. And I didn't think it, it's a really good team. I didn't think anybody would dislike each other, but I wanted it there to be that natural affinity. So I didn't use work criteria. I think the thing with the buddy thing when you do it is, I think it's well. I want to say this: if you have a new employee, they absolutely should have a buddy. I mean, that person that really and takes it seriously. Like, look, I'll show you around. Come ask me the questions. Like, you don't have to go ask your boss all the time. Yeah. Like, if it's anything culture related or not related to, like, should you be doing this in your job, right? Like, I can tell you where that stuff is. Some companies are terrible about just saying, like, there's the restroom, right. there's the lunchroom. So I do think the buddy thing is great. And it doesn't mean that they work on projects together. It really is about fostering that thing with making a work friend. Because here's what we know. If somebody has a work friend, they that will, if they're thinking about leaving, that work friend will be one of the things that will make them think about not going. Yeah. So it really is a positive thing. So the other thing I want to say is to increase FaceTime however you can. So if you have a company that isn't really big into Zoom, I mean, like they just don't use it all the time, phone, email, instant message, whatever it is, whatever digital system Slack you might, you know, converse through. Yeah. I do think it is important that they do have FaceTime. Now, here's what I'm going to say. Zoom is not being in person. Everybody knows that. Listen, I Zoom and I can fall asleep listening to myself. Okay. Same. That doesn't normally happen in real life looking at somebody. So do you I ever do other work when you're on Zoom and you don't have to lead the conversation? All the time. All the time. Yeah. I know that people 
when they watch me, they're like, oh, Kevin is doing oh, a for thousand sure. different well, things. Well, also, depending on what you where it is, mm-hmm. we can see the reflection of what you're doing. No, that's why I try to hide yeah. it now. Do you? Oh, yeah. yeah. Because that was like, we yeah. could totally see what I you're doing. I cut that part off now. Like, why is that video playing behind Kevin? No, I, I don't you know? play videos. I just work. Work, yeah. But here's okay. what I've also trained myself to be able to do. Yeah. Like, Watch no, YouTube while no, 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 no. When somebody says something that yeah. I know is important, like, and so as a group, we can do that together. And I'm not paying attention. I was like, I heard the word group. Shake group, your head. Yeah, shake, shake your, your head. head. Yep. Smile a little no, bit. No, it's important. So the FaceTime, what I would like in a perfect world is if the person that works at home, mm-hmm. if you are in a, I'm going to say a commutable distance, that periodically you come into the office and work for a day so that you can be around your people and your friend. Do you know what I mean? Yep. So that you can actually see them. Um, so another thing, like, I want to say, like, I think that, you know, especially if you're talking about anything that requires creativity, I think you have to purposely create what I'm going to call is like brainstorm sessions, but I want them to be fun. Do you mean, I want everybody to have a good time. I think it would be the kind of thing, like if two people were in an office together, they could go, we're going to go down to the coffee shop down the street and we're going to be down there for an hour or two doing thus and such. Yeah. So I really do think that when we're talking about things that are creative, getting out of the office, going and doing it with your work buddy or being able to have somebody like that to bounce it off of is a super cool thing. And again, all of this stuff makes people more attached to their place of business because you're giving them some levity. You're giving them some room. The boundaries are a bit extended. Yep. And then the last thing I'm going to say this, don't force it. Like if I would have paired people Be up friends. and it wouldn't have worked, then people would have, people could have gone and picked their own after that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think the one thing that would be terrible is I pick a group. I mean, I pick two people and I go, Hey, you're going to be like partners. You're going to be buddies. Right. Yeah. And they're really not having it. Everybody gets to say, just listen, it's like a breakup. You don't even need to say why I think like you're not, we're not buddy material. I mean, we are not, so you blame it on both of you and then go find a new buddy. But I want you to have one. I mean, I want you to have that person that, you know, you can really connect with, work with, collaborate with, and really just, I mean, like share share enough that work becomes more meaningful. What happens if you've curated that relationship with a bunch of people and then there's just somebody in that same group who doesn't really care to be on that personal of a relationship with everybody else. I mean, I think anybody gets to pull it back. We know people like, look, you could be going to work at the funnest place in the world. And 90% of the people think it is like, this is so cool. And then I'm going to say you have a little group of lone wolves. You mean that it's not that they don't love work. It's not that they don't even love the buddies, but they're just those people that keep to themselves. Yeah. I mean, honestly, if you think about it, I mean, if you took you and dad and I, I mean, you and I would have been great buddies at work. True. And dad would have been the lone wolf. And we we would have said, hey, do you want to come with this? Because we're like that. We're good people. He would have gone, nah, I'm going to go over here. And then when he was going to go, if he did say, do you want to come? We would have said, nah, we're good. Thanks so much. Not that we don't like you. We just don't want to be around you. We (laughs) we like you. We just don't want to go there. Right. Okay. So I do think... Um, there has to be some fluidity to this and some flexibility, but I'm telling you, I mean, all the studies show that when you have at least one work friend, it makes such a difference Mm. in productivity, in people's attitude, in the morale, and that people will stay longer because they don't want to, they don't want to lose their friend, you know, which the feeling is if I don't see you every day, I might lose you. Right. What happens if they become too good of friends? Is that a thing? Can you ever stop somebody from being too good of friends? Because we well, clearly see that, and that usually like comes in the form of a a mean a mean person click. Well, so here's what I'm going to say. I don't know if there's a such. I mean, a thing is too good of friends. Here's what I'm going to say. If you're unhealthy in your real life, you're going to bring that crap to work. It's just inevitable. And so if you're kind of a mean girl or a mean guy in real life, I think eventually that shows up at work yeah. with a buddy or not. And I think even if you don't have assigned buddies, you're going to find somebody you can influence to be that kind of thing. Because they're usually, with that kind of thing, is a strong one. And I'm not going to say a weak one, but one that is a little bit of a follower. Sure. You know, one they could they can rope in. And so I think you have to be careful. I think the people, whether the mean ones ever change, I think the people that have been roped in, in fact, recently somebody just said, I let that person get the best of me. I was not my best self 
around them. I mean, my fault, totally owned it. You know, my responsibility, I'm an adult, but I do think that happens for sure. So whether you're in an office IRL or you have a commute of all of 10 seconds to your home office, it's important that you find a friend. I think it is. Find a little buddy. I think it adds meaning. Somebody who you can bond over work with, but in a way where like, it's not mean, but you can still hate the same stuff, but like in a positive way. Well, here's the thing. We all have parts of our work we don't like, right? I mean, it's inevitable. And so if I were to say to somebody, like, let me just confess a minute. I hate doing my expenses. Yeah. Hate it. Hate it. And we use an automated thing that is so easy. I know it makes it easy. Mm-hmm. I know it's not hard. And yet I still hate it. Yeah. I've hated it for time and eternity. If they hate expenses too, what a great friend they are. Yeah. But I will say this. Bond over hate. One day I was going on and on about how much I hate expenses. Mm-hmm. And uh, somebody said to me, like, you hate it? And I said, yeah. And she goes, oh my God, I love the app. And she goes, give me your phone. And in five seconds, she did all my expenses. And I was like, maybe it is good to have somebody that loves to do the things I hate. Did you bond over her doing the rest of your expenses for time and eternity? Well, she said, if you ever want me to do them, just let me know. Yeah. And so the offer was there. I mean, I could have taken her up on it. Deb doesn't always necessarily like the organization that comes with expenses. Yeah, I don't. I don't. And now she found a buddy to help her. It's just tedious. It's tedious. Well, we have a buddy for this next game. Although I try to influence my buddy's opinions based on what I think is right and what is wrong. Well, that's not true. Whatever your buddy picks, you pick the opposite. That's right. I try to influence my buddy's opinions. Yeah. It's called Would You Rather. Obviously, it's just Would You Rather. There's two options and we play it out and then I tell Deb why she's wrong. I love Would You Rather. Would You Rather. Have not played in a while. I think these are going to be some good ones. May have some fart related stuff. And there's, I may not. I don't know. May or I don't may know. Not. May or may not. It's not for me to say. Yeah. Okay. It's not for Kevin to say whether or not there's going to be fart stuff in here. Okay. Because we all know everybody wants fart stuff. Yep. But we can't give everybody what they want all the time. You're right. But we might. Yep. Deb, would you rather bounce off of every surface you touch or would you rather never be able to jump again? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So wait a minute. Like, so if I... If my finger touches this computer, yeah, a little bounce. Little, I'm gonna get a little bounce back like that. Yeah, like that. Well, that's a huge like, bounce back. That might okay. shatter your wrist. So like that. Yeah, like a little boop. A little boop. boop. I mean, so I sit and down. then if you and then I would say it's equal to the amount of force with which you hit the thing. So if you were running dead sprint at a cement wall and you jump into it, the force of which you hit it, you are then going to ricochet back with. So so, but then you ricochet back. You'll hit the ground with the equal, the equal amount of force, and then you'll bounce like that. So then it, you'll you'll look like a bouncy ball until you eventually find your stopping point. So you know how people like really flop down in a chair sometimes. Yeah. So if I flop, I could be standing right back up. Is that unless you're holding on to the handles? And then I would just bounce, bounce, bounce. Yeah. So if I sit down to have dinner, mm-hmm. and I've got like the captain's chair, okay, arms, I sit down, and then I gotta. Bow, 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 bow. Well, no. I mean, it might just be a little bump. Like, how, okay. how aggressively are you sitting in chairs I nowadays? <laughs> I don't know. Like, so what would it look like? I'm, I'm just trying to... Do you see like, Deb bounce would, up would 10 I, feet and smash into the ceiling? Yeah, the chair was a little low for her. Would I bounce just walking? No, because you're, you're, you're not like... Well, like you're, I'm you're, touching. Well, but your foot is just slowly... Like, it's like again, it's the force of which okay, there you're has touching to be. the ground but or my, the surface. But my heel could touch the ground. Again, are are, are you like stomping everywhere nowadays? I don't feel like that's something. I don't feel like the question said that it had to be forceful. Well, I just said it's equal to the amount of force that you're putting on that surface. I'm not ever going to jump again. Well, I was going to say, can you (laughs) jump right now anymore? I'm not going to jump again. I mean, that was easy. I just thought I'd have the conversation. (laughs) I did this and I said, let's see how self-aware Deb is. Would you rather bounce off of every surface you touch Mm -hmm. or never be able to jump again? Here's the thing. I'm not going to jump. I don't want to ever jump again. I, listen, I've ruptured one Achilles. My jumping days are long gone, right? Totally. Yeah. Because it's not like I'm jumping for any reason anymore. Right, right. right. It's not like, or oh, would never be able to jump 10 feet again. Well, yeah. I could never jump 10 feet anyways. Right. The, the, I'm I, not going to jump off the porch. That's I don't not care happen. how much stretching I do right now. If yeah. you told me to go do a full-fledged jump, I would shatter 
every yeah, ligament in sure. both of my legs, yeah. both going up and coming down. Yeah. You tell me that my body can be a gumball yeah. popping everywhere. Are you kidding bop, me? Bop, 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 I never bop, hurt bop, myself. I know. Yeah. I'm I would you. love it. Yeah. I'm not going to jump. Plus, what I, here's what I would do. You know what I would do? I would just fall backwards, bounce right back up, and yeah. now I'm jumping again. Well, that's what I said about the chair. Yeah. I mean, you just plop down and you get right back up. You, I would do I would blow people's minds. I'd just be walking places and I'd be like, cannonball. And they'd freak out because we'd be in the middle of the road. Yeah. And then they'd just watch me bounce everywhere. That would be awesome. Do you think you get hurt though? I think you do. But I think you when bounce. You, no, I know. Listen, that's why I'm picking the not jumping because I think when you described mm-hmm. going into the concrete wall, I think you crush it and then bounce off. So it's like you look like I mean, gummy. The, con- the concrete is still concrete. Well, you look like a gummy, but your, st- your body is still treated like your own body. So you go into the concrete wall looking like Kevin. Yeah. You come out looking like Gumby. But you bounce and, you and bounce. it looked cool. <laughs> it was as if, as if Bum- Gumby hit the wall yeah. and then could curl up and bounce, 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 bounce. Got it. Yeah. yeah. I, was, I don't care. I just never jump again. Okay. I'm never going to jump again. I don't need to jump or I never need to yeah. run again. I'm yeah. good with both of those. Yeah. I, but wasn't it good that we entertained the bouncing? The bouncing just would be fun. It would be fun. Like, if, especially if my girlfriend, she's so little, if you just pick her up and threw Throw her, her. And she started bouncing everywhere. I can hear Kevin. Mom, she likes it. She likes it. it. <laughs> Deb, would you rather be a psychic that nobody believes? <laughs> oh, that would be terrible. Or would you rather have superpowers that you can't use properly? So like, <laughs> you know everybody's future mm-hmm. and you tell it to them and they just think you're batshit crazy, yeah, yep, right? Yep, yep, Or you can tell people you fly, but it really looks like you're bouncing off of walls. <laughs> so like, let me think. So, like, you can fly, but you can't really get off the ground, like, or you can only get two feet off the ground, which actually would feel dangerous, yeah. right? Do you know what I mean? Or, or, or like, I could go like this, and when I'm trying to hit you with the thunderbolt, yeah. it actually goes left all the time, yeah. or sometimes up. Or you like know? you're invisible, but your arm still shows. Yeah, yeah. It's just like this flailing limb that you're I mean, trying to hide. I don't know. The, I think like... You teleport, but be, you always miss your target by about half a mile. But being the psychic... But and nobody, nobody believes, believes you. you. That would be terrible. That would be like a mind thing. See, I when I think of psychic, I think of like people, right? Like yeah. you don't you don't know the lottery. Right. You don't know what uh slot machine to play. Right. You just know about somebody's future. Right. Like what their love interests are going to be. Yeah. Nobody's gonna be like four, nineteen, twenty-six, and then go play, you know, right. mega right. millions. I just love the idea that you could you would be eventually. You'd be so brash with being a psychic. Oh, you'd be like, "You're care. gonna wreck your car in five yeah, days." You wouldn't care. You wouldn't and then care. somebody does it, and they're like, "How'd you know that?" Be like, I'm effing psychic. Yeah, you you would be screaming at people. Would be like, "I told you not to marry him. You yeah. were gonna get divorced in the yeah. first year. It's stupid." I told yeah. you your son was going to have horrible bedwetting. I told you not I told to you, procreate with that guy. I told you. And now he's 13, mm-hmm. still pissing in the bed. Exactly. I told you, you said nobody goes to kindergarten wetting the bed. I just think that if you have superpowers that you can't use properly, you just become a super villain. Oh, do you? Because it's like, no, well, no, 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 no. Like I have the ability to fly. So when I fly, everything's good until I veer into a Boeing yeah. 747 yeah. and cause the thing to crash. Yeah. Because I can't really control it. Because I can't it. really do it. Right. Yeah. But if I'm psychic, then I just get to sit in absolute judgment of other people fully yeah. knowing what's going to happen to them, even though they don't believe me. I agree. I agree. And then I, you, the worst part, would you couldn't even monetize it, but at least you would know that you were right. Yeah. And for somebody like me, that's as important as anything else. Well, maybe. Knowing that I'm you're right. I'm trying to think. I think I, I'm going to be the psychic. I'm going to be the psychic. Yeah. Yeah, I that's what I'm that. going to pick. Bad superpowers. We'll go to superpowers if you don't know how to use them. I'm just going to scream at people. And then you know what I'm going to do afterwards? Scream at people. Say, I told you so. <gasps> You're going to die. I'm going to literally walk around going, told you so. Yeah. Told you so. Moron. Yeah, told you so. Deb, would you rather have to dress like Batman for every funeral? Or would you rather dress like a Teletubby for every wedding? Oh, my God. There's only one answer here. Well. Where's the body? I don't go to that many funerals. And truth be told, we haven't had one for dad yet, okay? But that means that at at daddy's funeral, you and I would both show up in Batman outfits. Uh, He loved him. (laughs) He wanted to make sure that there was justice in this world. Oh, my God. And we're here to make sure that that justice comes to fruition. Where's Rachel? (laughs) I feel like weddings are fun. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And I feel like I'm past a lot of weddings now. How do you think Deb and Kevin are doing with the passing of their dad husband? (laughs) Well, they're both in full Batman regalia. Exactly. And they don't seem to be remotely weirded out by it. So I'm going to say bad. They're doing pretty bad. I think they've gone outside the realm of normal. Conversely, it's like, who invited Tinky Winky to the wedding? I don't even know Teletubbies. Yeah, you do. They're the four weird no, things on PBS. No, I know what PBS. they look like. Yeah. I know what. I don't know that they're, they're just aliens Winky. sent here to, you know, help I, educate I children. I feel like they just are cheerful and colorful and happy. Right. And they could be at a wedding. They could get down. Right. They could dance. You're in a full-fledged could, mm, Teletubby mm, suit. Like, here's what's, mm, here's what's, mm, here's why I Kevin think the Teletubby thing snap. could be, you get everybody drunk enough to where like, nice, Teletubby exactly. girl, right? I think I think Teletubby. I just think everybody's going to be hyper-concerned with your well-being if you're showing up to a funeral as Batman. Well, and especially if it's to a funeral of somebody you really care about. Right. Yeah. No, I think it's hard. Could you imagine? Could you imagine? <laughs> could you imagine if Deb's no, like 90 and one of her close friends passes away? <laughs> and so Deb's in a wheelchair dressed like Batman. Roll me over there. <laughs> Roll me over to my friend. Why do do I have to have that voice if I'm a girl Batman? Except we make make the wheelchair mode like a Batmobile wheelchair. No, I'm a girl Batman. Shoots fake missiles at the casket. I'm going to wear a skirt for sure. It was the Riddler. (laughs) Riddle me this. Who killed my my friend? Age. Old age killed your friend. But the Teletubby thing, getting down on the dance floor, be a lot of fun. And even if you're in a wheelchair, you're going to look cute as a Teletubby. Yeah. I'm I'm doing Teletubby. I'm doing Batman. (laughs) Every time. Oh, now here comes Kevin. Yeah, there he is again. What have you guys been doing? Where's Bruce Wayne? What have you guys been up to? Yep. Who's in the casket? Let me go check. Deb, here you go. Okay. Would you rather belch at the end of every sentence you spoke, or would you rather fart at the end of every sentence? So, Deb, you say a sentence and it's over. Oh, or you no. say a sentence and it's. Oh no! Oh no! Do it again! Do it again! Deb, would you rather fart after every sentence? <laughs> or Deb, would you rather belch after every sentence? Okay, literally, I can feel the vibrations. It's, it's a heavy one. It's like coming it's a, through the microphone. It's on me. I think I have stuff on it's me. A, it's a heavy like, burp. It is bad. It's a heavy okay, burp. If that is the fart, yeah. and that is the belt, uh-huh. I'm going for the fart. Yep. Going. I feel like I feel. Okay. Hold on. Wait. 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 Go back. Oh, Deb's got diet coke in her hand. We're go, gonna hear a real one. Go back to the fart. Got now, it. One, two, three. You didn't hear it. See, you can cover it. You can that little fart. Wait, how did you do that? That little fart you can cover up, and it just sounded like a Coke can. <laughs> yeah, couldn't cover that up. Not in a million years. I mean, like, I mean, like here. Let me see what I don't have much on the desk. Okay, uh, do the fart. One, <laughs> no fart. One, two. <laughs> We're doing on one, two, three. <laughs> one, two, three. <laughs> see, you could cover that up a little bit, but the belch, no <laughs> way. <laughs> I, why is the belch vibrating the microphone? <laughs> hey guys, I'm so happy that we could come to the Zoom meeting to foster friendship. Make sure that you find your new buddy, and that way that we can be best friends. Oh, no, this is terrible. I think here's no, here's where my brain goes. Here's where I don't want to know where your brain goes. My brain goes to. There's an off chance, yeah. that when you choose fart, yeah, it's not necessarily always loud. Or if you're yeah. in a big group setting, yeah. if like you're at a festival, if yeah. you're at a trade show, yeah. every time you end a sentence, it might be drowned out. Because right. every fart doesn't have to necessarily yeah. be smelling, No, I'm right? with you. I'm with if you. If you choose the belch. Oh, it's so loud. People see it. Well, they smell it. They feel it. Oh, well, they and hear it. there's yeah. no real such thing as yeah. a non-scented yeah. belch. No, no, no. Their that is listen, Sushi is coming up. That is <laughs> This is a good so one, isn't it? awful. Where did you get it? Did you do it? Did you belch? I wish I'd made this. I just found it on the internet. I feel like I could do that. Could you do do it? (laughs) Okay, we're going to just, here's what we're going to do. Deb, sip some of that Diet Coke. I don't have any. It's like. And then you're just going to burp. I'm not going to press anything. And Deb, you're just going to burp. Okay? I can't. (laughs) There's nothing in the Diet Coke. I'm not going to press anything. I'm not going to do it, Kev. But I feel like you could. You used to belch all the time as a kid. Deb, that was disgusting. <laughs> how did you do that? I'm so good. Let uh, me tell you. I could, I, yeah, I think every guy knows how yeah. to burp. 
There you go. I mean, that was kind of weak, but yeah. But you see how like yeah. everybody sees that. Yeah, yeah, Like for you sure. can't do the burp. You, you have to well, fart. Because your mouth, I mean, you're doing it. They see yeah. it. You've got you've to fart. Especially if it's like a really intimate moment with yeah. a loved one. You're like, you're the most beautiful person I've ever met. <laughs> I'm so sorry about that. <laughs> I can't stop. I'm, I love you so much. <laughs> Please don't. Why are you leaving? <laughs> Come back here. I love you so much. <laughs> I want to marry you. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> that is the delayed awful. one. <laughs> Oh. I think for the first time you choose fart. You have to go with fart. If you don't go with fart, you'll you never be employed. Where you look at people just like that was weird, right? <laughs> that was weird. That, did you see that guy walk by was that farted? On TV? I think it was on. The I radio. think that other guy just yeah. farted there yeah, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. How did that come from you? Here's yeah. the, here's the question: How much do you talk so that you never not at all end your speech? Yeah, you either are the person who's like Deb has been talking for thirty seven straight. Minutes. Oh, she just stopped. Or you're the person who's a mute. Yeah. You never speak ever. Yeah. How's your day going, Deb? Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't give it up. No. <laughs> Lip sealed. Give us one more burp, Deb. I stopped. <laughs> Good job, Deborah. So, listen, today I was at BMW. Okay. Okay. And because I've been very worried about the oil in my car. Yeah. Dad would normally take care of that. For sure. And the BMW does things like service warning. And yeah. I made the service appointment, but it's not till November. Then it keeps giving me oil warnings. Yeah. So today I finally said, I'm going. I'm going there. Yeah. So I go in and it's lunchtime, hardly anybody working. And so I say to this guy, hey, can I just ask you a question about my oil? He goes, yeah, let me ask this. Let me talk to this guy. Then I'll mm-hmm. come over. So, you know, they've got that nice area. And the guy walks up, ma'am, how can I help you? <laughs> Sorry about that. Just got off lunch. So listen, what ends up happening. So you know the place where they have like the sodas and the juices and the snacks at BMW? Yeah. So I grab a Diet Coke. Sure That's do. where I got the Diet Coke. And I get the Diet Coke and I just sit down. This guy walks straight up to me. Probably a little older than I am. Napkin go, in his hand. He goes, so. And I go, yeah. And he goes, so what are you here for? And I mean, like, I felt like I was Does the doctor. There? No. Oh. And I go, oh, I, I've got to have the oil checked on my cart. You're getting an oil change. No, I'm just, just having the guys check out, friend. He goes, well, I've been a, I was a mechanic for 40 years. I said, oh, literally he stood there and spoke for 30 minutes without a breath about everything that could go wrong with my car, with the tires, with the, I don't know, drive system. I finally finished Can my diet. Can you please leave, sir? I, I was like almost done with my Diet Coke. I grabbed my Diet Coke. I just stand up. I put my phone in my bag and I look at him and I said, okay, got to go. <laughs> <laughs> exactly psycho and they they went and checked and guess what my oil is fine my biggest fear in life is that i will turn into an older person who has to actively seek out conversations to the point of where i know i'm forcing myself on somebody verbally yet i can't stop myself so here's the thing he told me that his wife has a bmw Mm. she got a bmw because her two cousins have a bmw Mm. and they all like to one-ups each other i'm like oh i mean i never said a word i never asked you ask him if he was actually still married to his wife no i never interacted with him except to look at him and like nod. That's all I did. And then I thought, then I felt bad for him because I thought, gosh, he must have nobody Nobody. to talk to. So I just let him talk. I let him be the expert for the day. I nodded. I affirmed everything he said. And then I stood up and left. Horrifying. I mean, my literal nightmare. Horrifying. That on a plane, my literal nightmare. Yeah. Well, yeah. I welcome a plane crash. The worst. Last one, Deb. Here you go. Yep. Would you rather blink? Wait, so we decide fart? Oh, for sure. Got it. Yeah. Would you rather blink twice the normal rate that somebody blinks, or would you rather not be able to blink for five minutes, but then have to close your eyes for 10 seconds every five minutes? So you're either doing this, you're the blink person. Everything looks like it's stop animation in your head, or you're the person who just stares and then all of a sudden closes their eyes for long stretches okay, of 10 blink. seconds. Let me just really blink. Which 10 seconds is actually a really well, long okay. time. So here's the deal. So if you're in mixed company. I would doze off. <laughs> people would be like, is Deb sleeping? Again. Oh, no, she, she's awake. Again. <laughs> <laughs> I would, listen, I don't know. You know, both of those things. Try, do, just blink like this for 10 seconds. Blink no. really fast for 10 seconds. It's horrifying. It's, it's, well, here's it, the it hurts. Thing. When I see people that I think blink too much. Yeah. Like it is really annoying to watch. Yeah. But then those people Stop that do this, that. you know, people that there are people that talk like this, like they go, so 
You know, I was thinking the other day about, mm-hmm. you know, that close their eyes for way too long. I mean, it's it what is dad crazy. would do towards the end. You'd be it like, is crazy. Is he still? And there he goes. Yeah, okay, he's he back. Yeah. Oh, these are a bad pick. I don't think I could blink that much. No. I feel like, I don't know what. But your eyes are going to get dry on the other say, side. I don't know what controls the blinking element of the eyelids. Yeah. But if just anybody at home, if you're listening to this in the car, if you're listening to this at home, just blink like that for 10 seconds. It hurts. Yeah, it's it is terrible. uncomfortable. It's those, awful. Those muscles are not meant to do that. But then the idea that my eyes are open for five straight minutes oh and, my and God. I look like a torture victim. No, you are a torture victim. We live in it. We'd have to move. We'd have to move to humidity. Yeah. You couldn't live in this climate. You'd be like, Ugh. it's a clockwork orange, right? Your awful. eyes just pried open. It would be awful. It would I'd like to terrible. thank everybody for coming to the committee today. <laughs> and then when I this got is to- just how I look. I have a condition where I, my eyes are open for five minutes, and then at some point they will be closed for ten seconds. Don't worry, I'm a okay. Anyway, my name's Jasper, and welcome to Fannie Mae. Literally, I would close my eyes and pass out. <laughs> Deb can't. Deb can't close her eyes for ten seconds for fear that she'll fall asleep, and in the middle of the meeting, Deborah. Yes. What? Yes. What? I'm sorry. What? Yes, I'm awake. You're mean. You're a mean. What are you choosing? Um, probably the fall asleep eyes. (laughs) I mean, I don't think I can blink that hard. They both sound so horrible. They're terrible. Although I would say this, I mean, I think the average person blinks like what thirty times a minute. Is it that often? So blinking every second. I think whatever. I don't know. I mean, I just know that I Even know that is awful. I know I don't think it's that much. I, we got to find know out. Ba- I know average bad blink blinking. time. I know bad blinking when I see average it. amount of time someone blinks. What do you think it is? I'm going to say like maybe 15 to 20 times a minute. Oh, okay. Oh, it's less than that. It's only 12. Oh, okay. There oh, you go. so that's twice the normal amount. Oh, yeah. I'm blinking. You're blinking. Yeah. So wait a minute. How much do we blink? 12 times a, a minute. 12. Yeah. No, that's what's normal. Would you rather blink twice the normal rate? So 24 times a minute. Yeah. Okay. We should set a minute. One, two. Worst three. podcast ever. Yeah, Frida. don't do it. <laughs> I choose that as opposed okay. to just staring. Okay. I'm going to choose that too. Like a psychopath for five minutes at people. Hey, come here often. So basically, basically every two seconds yeah. about, yeah, two and a quarter seconds. Two and a quarter seconds. Yeah. Okay. That Hi, my good. name's Jasper. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Oh my God! He just lives for those noises. Ugh, I love if there him so were much. a whoopee cushion here, he'd be the happiest. Do you know guy how I know I have self restraint? Tell me. Every episode would be fart noises yes. if I could do it. Yep. But I don't. Yep. I'm tasteful with it. Yep. Once a month. Once a month. Maybe once every two yep. months. Once a month. Can't spoil everybody. Yep. Deb, what's for dinner? So I saw online mm. um, this girl. It was kind of like a ramen soup noodle thing tasty um but it was just like what you have in the house you can make it work got it you don't have to go buy specialty ingredients so we're gonna make that and it's going to have i'm gonna use we have all the ingredients well no but (laughs) i think it's what's never stopped dead before it's what's so i may be googling thing like hey i don't have miso what can i use in lieu of miso got it hey if i don't have this i mean what i'm going to make it with what's in the house so here's what you're gonna do you're going to make the dish, yeah. and then you have to let me know so that when yeah. I post it, yeah. all the substitutions that you had to make for oh, this okay. Okay. traditional yeah. Anglo-Saxon waspy ramen. Exactly. That's going to taste very Asian because I know I have enough Asian ingredients. It's going to be beautiful. To make it right. It's going to be delicious. It's going to be yummy. With all the stuff that's not meant to be in there. With taco meat. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's 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 the cayenne in the cardamom for me. It's very nice. Very authentic it's Japanese. It's going to be good. It's going to be delicious. Yeah. All right, Deb, what are you thankful for? So here's the thing. You know one thing that I used to say all the time when I was a kid? And I don't say that much anymore, but I realize I still have delight with it. Yeah, you used I, to say, chickity check yourself before you wreck yourself. I love having something good to look forward to. Oh, true. I mean, looking forward to something is just like, you're in the throes of the week, and then you go, but on Thursday or on Friday, whenever it's going to be. So we're taking off. We're having an actual little vacation. It's insane. And so I'm super, 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 super excited. I don't even remember the last like 
full-fledged vacation because you and I have have pretty much always worked mm-hmm. on every vacation. Mm-hmm. And even if we didn't work all the time, we were either in a, a global pandemic or we were worried about dad's yep. health, yep. right? Yep. So this is like a vacation. Yep. A vacation the likes of which we really haven't experienced yep. in the last two and a half, three years. Yeah. So it's, it's, I mean, I'm super excited for it, but it is bizarre to think that like, this is a real thing that's happening because it just hasn't been the norm for a very, 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 yep. very long time. Yeah. No, I agree. So I'm super excited. I'm really not going to do work. Yeah. I'm going to put an out of office thing on my email Wow. and I mean, enjoy the entire time we have. That's amazing. Yeah. So I'm super thankful. Uh, my girlfriend and I last weekend tried to do the viral sensation of carving pumpkins and putting yeah. it on your heads you to take a photo. Girl. So here's the thing. We bought the pumpkins. Yeah. We held the pumpkins up to one another's heads and yeah. said, Mine might be a little snug. Hers, yeah. totally fine. Yeah. Cut the pumpkins on the bottom. You have to really cut out a good space. Yep. Yeah. You got to you hollow everything out, yeah. right? This act, Cutting it from the bottom was actually easier. Oh, nice. Than nice. cutting it from the top. Okay. Take all the guts out. Yeah. Stencil the little face that you want. And of course, yeah. you want like a small, cute, quirky, yeah. little kitschy face. Funky. We did all that. Yep. We did it at the dining room table. Oh, Everything was successful, beautiful. Yeah. They looked perfect. Go to put it on. Pumpkin didn't go past my nose. What? Didn't didn't so, go past my so nose. So apparently your nose is so large. No. Meaning like it just stopped. Like the top of the my head hit oh. the stem of the pumpkin, meaning there was nowhere for it to go. So then I thought, okay, I can maybe go to the store real quick, get a big pumpkin, do the exact yeah. same thing if hers fits. She went to put hers on. Nothing. Same exact problem. So you have to get an enormous pumpkin. I'm not to kidding you. I need a pumpkin that probably weighs 20 pounds. That would be horrible. And in the long. Well, kind. just cleaning it would be horrible. Also, putting on a raw pumpkin, not. It's not, not awesome. fun. Not that much fun. Can you breathe in there? For sure. I mean, there's enough airflow, yeah. but it's wet and moist Ugh. everywhere. Ugh. But we still went had. Super cute pictures up by the lake. Oh, cute, yeah. cute, good. So, are they pictures with them half on, half off? No, that no. would be a nightmare. Oh, okay. We just right. we just set the pumpkins out on a dock and t- <laughs> so you took just, some cute couple photos. So you just did what you would normally do, right? With carved pumpkins. <laughs> with carved pumpkins. Good story, Kev. Could not have failed more. So glad you're grateful for it. Could not have good failed more. Kev. But from that, from that, you know, debacle came really nice. Moments. Oh, nice. That's what I'm thinking. for. a good time. Good. A very good good time. And because we're talking about carving out pumpkins and putting them on our heads, that's going to do it for this Monday episode of the Deb and Kev podcast. Remember to like, rate, and review wherever you listen to this podcast. And you can follow us on all of our social channels at Deb and Kev pod. Mom, I love you to death. (laughs) I love you too. We'll see you guys on Thursday. (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Deb and Kev podcast. Remember to like and subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast. Follow Deb and Kev on Facebook and on Instagram and Twitter at Deb and Kev pod.